Episode of American Football the British Way. I'm your host, British, like the people. <laughs> and we are through week 11 of the NFL. This week, week 12, is a big week. It's turkey time. Do you even like turkey? I. Uh, the jury's out. I don't know. Uh, I, I clearly prefer ham. I will eat turkey. It's not my super thing. But yeah, here in the United States of America, week 12 of football happens to be Thanksgiving week. So recording a little bit late, but still getting out to you just in time before the games. Let's talk about what happened in week 11. Okay. Uh, The comical Chicago Bears, bless their hearts, bless everything that they've got going on. You cannot convince me that the tank isn't real because they lost in a comical fashion to the Detroit Lions last week. And honestly, I'm here for it because why not? There was a safety at the end of the game. Great. Um, For everybody that does not remember what a safety gives you, that's two points. Happens for a couple different reasons. In this instance, the Bears had control of the ball. It got kicked out of the back of their own end zone. It was a disaster and hilariously so. I literally laughed out loud as it was happening and clapped my hands at the bar with my friends because truly, how else should it have ended? (laughs) Okay. Um, We also had a barn burner of a game with the Steelers and Browns. Browns end up winning 13 to 10. Remember last week I talked to you a little bit about sports betting And one thing that you're allowed to bet in sports is the under or the over, okay? That was a game where you clearly should have hammered the under. A total of only 23 points. These people are professionals. Now, the Browns do have a great defense. There is that. Uh, They're also missing their starting quarterback, so they're running with a backup. Uh, The Steelers were technically not running with their backup, and they still only scored 10 points, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about the Steelers offense. They actually fired their offensive coordinator after this game. And that's huge for them. They have not fired a coach or an offensive coordinator in season since like 1941 or somewhere right around there. It's been a long time. That organization doesn't normally do that, but uh, clearly things aren't working well for them. So they got to figure something out. Their record doesn't make sense. Uh, It shows much better than how their actual offense plays. And something's got to change there. So obviously that, like I mentioned with the Bills before, firing your offensive coordinator is always the step in the direction of saying, yeah, uh, everything's broken here. What are we going to do to fix it? (laughs) Step one, okay? You also had the Dolphins Raiders, which like, listen, I have been on full fraud alert with the Dolphins because... They blew out some bad teams and then lost to the good teams. So how good can you be, right? Well, they did win last week, but only 20-13 to to the Las Vegas Raiders. 
Um, and the, the Raiders aren't playing with their original starting team either. Uh, they have an interim head coach. They're not playing with their original quarterback. There's a lot going on there. And they had won their last two games leading up to this game with that interim head coach. But they were able to hold the Dolphins, who have the fastest offense, to only 20 points. Really, it was the Dolphins' defense that kept them in the game. Two huge intercep- interceptions uh, by Jalen Ramsey that really helped seal the deal. But otherwise, they're just... Wasn't a lot of exciting stuff last week. I mean, Packers beat the Chargers. Chargers, you don't even have to have them on fraud alert anymore. They're just not great. Uh, They can put up points sometimes, but I cannot be convinced that they're a good football team. I think they have elements to a team that can be great. Uh, They certainly paid their quarterback as if they have a good team. But ultimately, they shouldn't have lost that game. I would look to see a potential coaching change coming there as well. The biggest game to really talk about um, is your Super Bowl rematch that we had last week. And that was the Eagles at the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. The Eagles won. They resurrected from the flames of their Super Bowl loss. And they beat the Chiefs. Which was big for a couple reasons, because they beat them at home. They were in Kansas City. They ended up winning the game 21-17. to It was a come-from-behind win. And once again, the Kansas City Chiefs didn't score any points in the entire second half of the football game. Let's unpack that. Every quarter is 15 minutes. You are destined to get the ball at some point because if the other team scores, they're going to give it to you. Or for whatever reason, they can't convert into a first down. They're going to, they're going to punt the ball, right? So it's not like the chiefs didn't have opportunities, but man, something, something has to happen there. Like not only did their defense, which is actually good, allow the Eagles to come back from behind, but then their offense just couldn't keep it together enough to score again. And many of the experts will tell you that their wide receiver group is the problem. Their offensive weapons are their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, their tight end, Travis Kelsey, and a little bit of their running back, Isaiah Pacheco. But honestly, like they don't have weapons. Um, And that ties in with just things that happen in the NFL. They used to have Tyreek Hill, who is one of the absolute best wide receivers in the league. He now is on the fastest offense in the league with the Dolphins, you know, and the Chiefs did beat the Dolphins this year. That was in the England game. But in that game, the Chiefs also didn't score in the second half of the entire game. So that's definitely something to take consideration of for sure. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, NFC wins this week. I think that's the easiest way that you could say that. I don't know that it'll be that way every week, but if the Super Bowl was today, it looks like the Eagles would have been the ones on top. And really, despite the team's offensive failures, you know, they do still have the best quarterback in the entire league in Patrick Mahomes. He exercises the play action better than anyone. And that is a term I know that you've heard while watching football. And again, is one of those things that nobody ever explains. Like, what 
is play action. What does that even mean? Play action, a play action pass is when the quarterback pretends like he's going to hand the ball off and instead he throws it. It's as simple as that. But you will absolutely hear announcers say, oh, they ran play action and et cetera, et cetera. Here's what happened. Why would a team do this? Ultimately, it's not just about what the quarterback does. The linemen are lining up in a way that is trying to show the defense that they're going to run the ball. So they're trying to prepare them for a run and then basically trick them into a pass. That is the easiest way to explain that. Um, You will see oftentimes a fake handoff And if done very well, you may even be faked out when you're watching it and think that somebody's running off with the ball, but instead the quarterback still has it, and then he's going to throw it downfield. And Patrick Mahomes is absolutely one of the best at that. It's just his receivers haven't been doing a good job of catching the ball and keeping it in their hands. That's what play action is. Look, Look for it this week and see if you notice it happening, or if now that I've mentioned it, you can't stop hearing announcers call it out loud. I'm also going to give you your football jeopardy a little early today. So here it is. In 1934, the Detroit Spartans and the Chicago Bears played on this day for the first time. Take a minute. Okay, don't take a full minute because it shouldn't take that long. There's context clues here. What is Thanksgiving? So I'm giving you your football Jeopardy trivia right now before we talk about week 12, because this week we have games on Thanksgiving. So like I mentioned, it's Thanksgiving week here in the United States. And here that means football. Since 1934, we have been watching football played on Thursdays and it's fantastic. Now there are some teams that pretty much always play on Thanksgiving. One would be the Detroit Lions. Another one is the Dallas Cowboys. Here's another bonus fun fact for you. There is one team that has never played on Thanksgiving, and that team is the Jacksonville Jaguars. But yeah, Thanksgiving and football in America just go hand in hand. I remember all the way back to when I was a kid going over to aunts and uncles' houses to get ready to eat and seeing football on in the background. Even when I wasn't super paying attention to it, I always knew that it was there. And my team, the Chicago Bears, is often a team that ends up playing on Thanksgiving. They don't always play, but because they played that original game, because they're in the Lions division, and so divisional games pop up a lot on Thursdays, I've absolutely watched them play multiple times on Thursdays. So we have football Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday. And if you're into college football, there's huge games on Saturdays too. But let's talk a little bit about what you're going to get in week 12. Thursday is going to feel like a Sunday. You have a 1230 game, a 430 game, and an 820 game. So you can hit your first plate, uh, your second plate, and then that, are we really even having dinner tonight plate? And yeah, I guess you are because you're eating Thanksgiving leftovers for days to come. <laughs> okay. Uh, your 12:30 game is my division. It's the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. I expect Detroit to hopefully hand them a 
big fat L on Thanksgiving. Uh, They honestly, though, gave up way more turnovers to the Bears than they should have last week. But seeing them kind of come back from that and still pick up the win, I do think it'll be possible for them to win. They are at home. They're a story that you want to follow. They're at the top of their division. They're definitely favorites going towards the playoffs. And it should hopefully make for a good 12-30 game. Your 4.30 game, however, might be the time that you decide to take your Thanksgiving nap, okay? You have the Washington Commanders at the Dallas Cowboys. If the Cowboys are doing anything correctly, then they're going to mop the floor with the Commanders. Commanders managed to lose to the New York Giants last week. They made their, like, third-string quarterback look decent. (laughs) Like, put up some numbers for the first time ever and probably the last time ever at least in this season. Um, So yeah, the Cowboys should easily take the commanders, but who knows? Um, There's a lot of times when you look at those divisional matchups that, you know, they play them tougher than they play anybody else. The commanders, for example, they, they took the Eagles both games this season to the end of the game. You know, they almost beat them and the Eagles have only lost one game all season. So anything can happen. Uh, I still wouldn't use a sleeper pick on that. I would not bet against the favorite in that one, which is the Cowboys. Then finally, your 8-20 game or your 8-20 Eastern game, your night game is the 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the Seahawks had a surprising loss last week to the Rams. We're trying to make a slight comeback, but I still suspect that this should be a good matchup for the night game. The Niners are rolling back into original form. They looked great last week. Um, I think it should hopefully make for a good game if the Niners don't run all over them, literally and figuratively, because, you know, they have Christian McCaffrey who runs all over everybody. Um, (laughs) But yeah, let's, let's see. It could make for a good game. So three games on Thursday. Then we have our first ever, so our inaugural Black Friday football game. Definitely curious to see if this is something that's going to catch on, something they think that they'll end up doing every year. Now that Amazon has fully dipped not just their toes, but their whole foot and leg into football, they are hosting a game on Black Friday. And the assumption is that most people aren't working. They're getting up super early to be huge consumers and spend a bunch of money, um, which is crazy and a complete side note, but people don't really do that as much on Black Friday anymore. Like the deals have been out all week. You can buy everything online. You can buy everything on Cyber Monday, but I don't know. I think it's an excuse for people to be off work the day off after a holiday. I'm not, I'll be working at least part of the day, but still we do have a game on that Friday at 3 PM, a very random time. It's your Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets, and the Jets have made a change at quarterback. Finally, (laughs) they've been running with their backup because their starter got hurt in the first game of the season, and they just, they can't get it going offensively. It's really been difficult for them just to complete a pass, truly. Uh, At the, towards the end of the game last week, they benched the person that they had going, Zach Wilson, in favor of Tim Boyle, and I think that that's what they're going to do. Who knows for sure? 
Hopefully it won't be super boring, but then again, it's football, right? So at least it's something to watch. And then Sunday, Sunday we have games. Obviously it's not as many games because we're running games on Thursday and Friday. I did not pick out every single game. There's maybe two games that I'm interested in at the one o'clock. So I'll most likely be watching the Steelers at Bengals, which unfortunately won't be as good of a game anymore now that the Bengals don't have Joe Burrow. But it is a hometown team, so I'm going to watch it and see what they can do. It's also a divisional game, which teams always play each other tough. Uh, One other 1 o'clock game I might pay attention to would be the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Texans are really making a run for it, so that could actually be a good game. I'm curious to see how well they hold up. C.J. Stroud has just been fantastic. They're rookie quarterback, so... There's a chance that I think if they win, that really says something about their playoff implications as well, which is insane. I don't think anybody went into this season thinking that, you know, the number two pick in the draft was going to lead their team to potentially the playoffs in his rookie season. But people will play well and better for somebody who is leading them. Like, I think it's highly possible that A, The Texans aren't as bad of a team as we all thought. They just needed to be pulled together. Or B, people are willing to play harder because they feel like they actually have a chance. What do I know? I don't know. But it just, it's been fun to watch, if nothing else. Uh, That's a quarterback that's doing a lot. He's putting a lot of passing yards, scoring a lot of touchdowns. That's what makes for fun football. Your four o'clock game is probably the best game of the day. The Bills at Eagles. Bills are on a comeback. They went into the season thinking that we would absolutely be seeing them in the playoffs, deep in the playoffs, most likely. Eagles are, of course, at the top of their division with only one loss. They just come off of beating the Chiefs, who are the Super Bowl champions. So I think that that's your best game, game of the week, honestly. And if you're feeling frisky and you want to start betting, there are a lot of props that would be interesting to play into in the Eagles and Bills game, okay? Because you have two quarterbacks that are mobile, willing to use their legs and not just their arms to get things done. So betting touchdown props for quarterbacks is not a crazy idea. We did hit a a two touchdown on Jalen hurts the Eagles quarterback last week. Um, maybe you could see Jalen hurts. Didn't really get many yards, uh, passing yards out to his number one man, AJ Brown last week. So maybe he's looking to turn that around this week because I mean, AJ Brown needs to put up numbers too, you know, um, Josh Allen hasn't been as mobile as he used to be, Maybe that's the key to success. So maybe you're thinking and betting his over and rushing yards. I don't know. It just could be a good game to look at if you're thinking about dipping your toes into the betting world. Finally, your Sunday night game is the Ravens at Chargers. The Ravens should blow them out. My thought is that the Chargers shouldn't stand a chance. They have a couple things that are good going for them, but honestly, the only other thing that really is working for them for this game is being at home. I think the Ravens are definitely a better team. I'd love to be proven incorrect about it, but I don't think I will. I guess I'll tell, we'll talk about it in episode nine and find out if I was right or wrong. Um, and then finally, your Monday night game. Yet again, my Chicago Bears in primetime 
uh, they're playing the Minnesota Vikings. And if you know anything about fantasy football, I have both of those quarterbacks, Josh Dobbs and Justin Fields, on my fantasy team, and I'll be deciding who to play. I always think it's interesting when a lot of your team is playing against each other and trying to decide you're rooting for one, um, and yet you still want the other one to lose or do well. One way or the other, uh, I just need points because I am currently fighting for a playoff spot. Your girl is on the come up, okay? We had some unfortunate injuries in the beginning of the season that really derailed my team, and I'm just looking for a rebound here, okay? (laughs) That's all I have for you this week. It's a short one. I'm excited to watch football on Thursday. I'm excited to eat lots of Thanksgiving foods. I'm in a happy, lucky household where my husband is doing the majority of the cooking. I will be providing two dishes, okay? One of them is deviled eggs, and the other one is uh, canned cranberry sauce. And by providing it, I mean I will be opening up the can and slicing the cranberry sauce. It's my favorite Thanksgiving dish. And I'm not here for the slander about it. You can keep it to yourself, okay? It's the best dish on the plate. Seriously, though, have a wonderful holiday week, and we will talk again next week. Bye.